welcome to the For the Love of Mum podcast with your host, Lucy Kasner. I'm bringing you real, unscripted stories of women who have gone through matricence, a physical, emotional, hormonal, social and spiritual transition to becoming a mother. What it meant for them, the learnings, the fun, the whole lot. It's peachy, they say. And when it's not, we automatically feel broken. So let's bite that peach together. Hello everyone and welcome to For the Love of Mum podcast. Um, Today I'm chatting to Miranda um, who runs Smart Mama Smart Kids. Um, Miranda is a teacher, parent consultant and mum coach. She has three kids of her own and an amazing husband, which is so needed. Um, And she is a singer songwriter in her spare time. Miranda loves to see mums feel confident in themselves and their parenting with real practical strategies available to help them react well to their child's behavior and emotional moments, therefore helping their child learn how to do the same later in their life. Um, Miranda, hello, welcome. Hello, how are you today, Lucy? I'm so good and so honored to have you on our podcast. Before we dive into talking about kids and motherhood, the one thing that really intrigued me is you're a singer and songwriter. Where <laughs> yes, can I, I come am. and see you? <laughs> well, I don't really do actually that much of it at the moment, but I have got a lot of, um, especially kids' songs, got a bit of a backlog and they're all saved in my phone. So, yeah, I've been singing since I was a little girl. So we went to church and I still do. So um, I do a fair bit of singing there. But, yeah, yeah, I just really enjoy getting getting in there with songs and they're quite often silly, but that's okay. Oh, that's needed. (laughs) Absolutely needed. And I think singing is one of those... beautiful modalities that we can also use um, and it's been used always obviously for you know um, since the day one for centuries and yes, centuries that's with, right you know connecting and mm. kind of creating that community and and everything else so it's beautiful and especially in, yeah. in church um, yeah I find yeah, it really you, useful with my children sorry yeah I yeah, find it really useful with my kids so I've written each of my kids like a song and I would sing it to them I put them to bed and sometimes I've made up a song to, for, to help them learn their names like things like that are really helpful and songs about dinosaurs and songs about you know car drivers and you know all that sort of stuff ballerinas all the things that my kids love so it's really fun it's a really fun thing to do <laughs> please can you share them <laughs> I will share them um, I'm not going to share them right now <laughs> but I will share them yes I've started just putting once a month on my Facebook or my Instagram I just pop up just me just singing something and I can't think what I jumped up and sang the other day oh there's one on my Facebook at the moment it's a song called Stevie and yeah it's not a kid's song it's a bit more of a bluesy sort of jazz one so you'll have to look up look me up on my personal Facebook and it's there definitely so can you share your Instagram handle actually before so if anyone's interested listening yeah yep sure so um it's smart mama smart kids parenting and yeah that's me so if you look that up that's yeah that I am doing on there. <laughs> awesome. I can't wait for the, for the, for the songs. Um, <laughs> I'll start so, sharing. <laughs> amazing. Um, so you've started Smart Mama Smart Kids Parenting mm. and um, I, it always 
I always wonder why people start their company because there is always a bit of a trigger or something mm. that they've experienced themselves and they want to share with the world because that's how you know we get passionate of course yep. based on something that we've experienced so what was your what was your reason um so my reason so it's sort of it's you know there's lots of reasons aren't there but my main that moment that aha moment like whoops a growth edge i think they call it as well <laughs> going whoops i need to grow in this area um was for starters i've worked with children my whole life i was the girl with the baby everyone else's babies on my hip and you know, I've always loved kids and always had a bit of an affinity. Really lovely. Um, and I'm a teacher and, you know, all that stuff. So when my own daughter was two, she's all probably one, she started throwing tantrums mm-hmm. as normal kids do. She's quite a strong-willed. I know my person. And now she's bigger, you know, it's up to my shoulder and she still knows her own mind and that's okay. But she started throwing tantrums and I would just scream back. Mm-hmm. And going... I. It took me a while to go, you know what, this is, well, for starters, this is not working. Yeah. That didn't take me very long. <laughs> I worked that out. That didn't take long. But I was going, how am I going to, um, how am I going to bring my classroom skills into this situation? Because when, when the kids in my classroom, before I had kids, you know, before I had my daughter, I couldn't just scream at them. Like, yeah, of course I could do that, but it was, it's not the most useful way to actually get the best out of someone. So I'm really interested in the future and going a bit into leadership stuff because being a parent is being a leader and it's all super entwined together. So, um, yeah, I sort of was like, all right, I want to get the best out of my child, but screaming at her is just causing her to scream at me and it's not building the relationship. It's not like a connection builder. It's a connection, you know, remover basically. So the way I was parented you know, was a little bit more, like it was really great, but a bit more fear-based, you know, like a lot of us were, you know, 25 or 30 years ago. But I didn't want to bring that that aspect to our parenting. I wanted them to have a healthy respect, be, you know, exactly who they wanted to be and feel enabled, feel empowered, feel loved, feel connected with, but also have respect and listen to what we ask them to do and all those sorts of things. So I've just found that people tend to be either one or the other. <laughs> So I'm like, there must be a way to meet in the middle, to have a beautiful family who listens to what you say most of the time, who um, look out for each other, love each other, but that has to come from us. So for me, it was a real catalyst to go, um, how I bring my teaching and kid experience where I can empower people to my own family, because if I can't bring it in my own family, what is even the point? (laughs) Mm. So that was really the catalyst. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. And you run, um, as part of your Smart Mama Smart Kids parenting, you do one-on-ones, but you also mm-hmm. run programs. Um, and you are running um, an event in my community for the love mm-hmm. of mum, which I'm so excited about. Um, yep. And it is called um, Stop Reacting, Start Connecting event. Yes. Um, and it's all about helping mums with realising um, what their triggers might be, um, yes. etc. Can you tell, tell us a little bit more about it and what we will be going through? Yep, sure. Yep. So I started, I designed this masterclass because this is what I've been helping mums with because everyone wants to stop reacting at their child the way that they, you know, don't want to. So um, yelling, and again, that was exactly my point in this at the start when I started what is this trigger? You know, my child's defying me and now I'm getting really angry about it. I didn't want to do that. I'd rather be calm and try and help them work through it. Now, the first thing that I need to say before I say any of this is, no, I'm not always calm. <laughs> no parent is always calm. No. Or I've never met a parent who's always calm. So there's none of that 
Like there's always no judgment when it comes to this stuff. But um, my masterclass is all about helping mums basically or parents work out, okay, what are my triggers? And we talk about responses. So instead of just boom, reacting out of what's happening, responses, thinking about what you're doing, being a bit more conscious. So basically bringing that more conscious awareness to how you're actually thinking in the moment. And a lot of that involves planning and thinking about it beforehand, because when your kid's pushing your buttons, <laughs> you tend to explode. Well, that's so, it, that's yeah. It. yeah. So my question is because it sound amazing, exactly mm. what we all want to do. And, you know, we don't wake up in the morning saying, you know, I will, I will just be triggered and shout at my kids. No. We all want <laughs> to do our best. Um, but when it comes to that point of, um, you know, when they do trigger you, um, how do you, I, th I think it's practice um, yeah. to start with. Definitely. It doesn't just happen. No. Um, you can't go from zero to 100 in this mm -hmm. at all. Um, it is practice, but how do you start? What are the strategies to just start that yep. observation of your emotions and triggers? Yep, yep. So we do talk about this a bit in the class as well. Well, obviously a fair bit, because that's what it's about. <laughs> but um, one of the things that I talk about a fair bit with mums are things like, pat I call them pattern interrupts. So basically you're already, and again, we talk about this a fair bit in the class, cars versus trains. I came up with a bit of an analogy and it worked really well. I was so happy with it. <laughs> this analogy works really well. Are you a car or are you a train? We'll talk about that more in the class. But um, what I talk about with parents is basically putting a pattern interrupt in there. So going, you know what, I'm going to get really angry. And I've shared about this on my group and different places many times, actually, this particular thing. Find something that you can do when you're going to flip your lid. <laughs> Find something that you can do that will ground you right then and there. So for me, I know that my words are what get out of control sometimes. So I, like, I don't abuse my children, but I say things that are, that I really wish that I hadn't said, or I get really narky or ranting at them. Sometimes one of the things I'll do is literally hold my mouth <laughs> because I can feel that and I think, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Oh yeah, I'm saying things I don't want to say. Or yeah. some people sort of squeeze in between sort of this area on between their thumb and their forefinger. Um, some people um, wash their hands. Some people can, one of the things I love to do, which I talk about in the class, is actually looking outside. So sort of, I can't go outside mm. always at that moment. Maybe I can, but I can't always. So sometimes I'll look outside and I find that a windy day is the, is the best thing because the wind, the trees are moving and I think, oh, what's going out there? Because basically my mind is moving more to a logical train of thought than that fight or flight. I'm really angry. I'm going to, you know, to rip into my child. Do you know what I'm saying? So you're starting to actively move your brain into a different space. So anything that can help ground you. Again, it's very similar to um, moving through anxiety. So grounding, you know, the five senses. Under you can bring yourself back right to this moment in a physical sort of present sense can really help. Yeah. yeah. I... I love that the taking away like physically or um, mm. you know like pressing like acupuncture points or yes. looking outside actually yeah. because looking outside as well it gives you um, perspective yes right? it's, yeah, very it's much that, yeah yeah so yeah I love that I might um, I might try it <laughs> <laughs> yeah do that yeah, yeah it's good like um, some people find it sorry some people find it easier and again I talk about this more in the class but find it easier to have one specific thing to go to. So when I'm feeling angry, I will this. And that might be really good at the start, 
but for me, I like to have a couple of a couple of options to do. I'm like, you know, I'm feeling like I'm going to blow. What am I going to do? Am I going to drum my fingers or am I going to look outside? Sometimes I need a choice, but some people work better just with going, this is happening, this is the next step that I need to take. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But having a few yeah. things planned is helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder whether um, kids, when they grow up, they go, yeah, my mum was so calm. She always pinched her fingers. Or, <laughs> yes, you know, know. like. <laughs> she went, um, in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if it works, I mean, if, you know, I mean, I'm not perfect. I still need oh. to enact this stuff regularly. And yeah. some days I get to the end of the none of it. And I just yelled at my kids and I really wish I did it. And then I'm apologising to them. And uh, so, yeah. yeah, there's, it's. It's really relevant for anyone who's a person, really, but especially as a mum, because you're really in that sort of pressure cooker of parenthood. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and especially now we, you know, in, in COVID, we were homeschooling, yeah. um, trying to do our full-time jobs and cooking yeah. and cleaning and trying to entertain them without too much screen. Yes. Um, and we always know that, you know, yeah. And my kids now learned that if I'm working as well, um, and mostly I'm on calls. Um, when they come and say, can we have some snacks? All I do is like, yeah, whatever. Because yeah. <laughs> because they yep. know I'm in the situation of, do, I don't have time yes. to explain to them they cannot have snacks. So yep. they literally wait for the time where I go on calls to ask yes. me for, for snacks. I am so there. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, you're watching the TV in the world. Just... Yeah give it a minute yeah. and then someone comes in and goes I don't really like this can I have something else to eat so, yeah but that's okay yeah it's smart though I, I yeah to be it honest, is smart I'm, yeah. I'm actually pretty proud of them that they work I know hard. I think reacting to a stimuli maybe is that what it is yeah. <laughs> or lack of one I don't know but yeah. it's it's very um, annoying but it's fine yeah. you know yeah absolutely and it's it makes me laugh but um yeah but especially now we do um mm. we do need all the tools that we can to support them um, their emotional yeah. well-being and and of course when we grow our emotional intelligence as parents um, that will reflect down the line in you know in the yep. generations to come um, yes. and and I know that um, when I and I shared this with my community and on Instagram recently as well I um, went through postnatal depression and and that actually that anxiety and triggers I had a lot of triggers with my daughter um for the first few years and and working through them now um i can see how much work i've done but it is very conscious work and everyday work it's not yes. it's a journey it doesn't it doesn't end yeah. um but yeah i i've realized how emotionally fragile i was becoming a mother um mm. and that really amplified when when i became a mother it really amplified they, she was um yeah she was my trigger but it all mm. coming from childhood the way I was brought up, um, so yeah, it's it, it's all interconnected, and um, yeah. and I definitely don't want her. When I look at myself, I don't want her to be the same. I yes. want her to grow up emotionally strong, um, yes. and they both are now. For sure. That's good. That's great, isn't it? Because it's such. I feel like as and that's something I really learned in my parenting journey, like starting it off, and especially once I had my third child, because I was like, oh, I do not have enough bodies to do all of the things that has to happen, things that have to happen. Like I just did not have enough time. So for me, it was, it's been a real learning and going, oh, wow, that's what I'm really like. It's like, it brings all the worst parts of yourself to your attention. And you think, oh my gosh, especially when they start doing the same thing. 
that you don't love oh, about yeah. yourself and you think mm -hmm. oh that's something I'm working really hard on not doing and now you're doing it and yeah, yeah. so I yeah. think that's when it really started to hit home for me especially after my third my first and second yes but my third was when I was like I am just melting I don't know what to do yeah. and I'm overwhelmed I don't know where to you know I don't even know how to manage this so we worked through it but yeah and I yes. have utmost respect for anyone um, that have children and multiple yeah. and more than yeah. two yeah that's me. right <laughs> well one or one even one like one child just changes your whole perspective yeah. doesn't it I mean your first child you're like what even was I doing before I had this child <laughs> oh absolutely and it, it does change the dynamic of parents as well and mm. like the relationship so the yes. the changes and this is um you know matriarchy um is the kind of the changes that women will go through Mm. Um, it's the hormonal changes, it's, um, you know, spiritual, physical, um, yeah. emotional changes that, that we go through. So yeah. um, it does affect every, every single kind of aspect of your life, which is your, your relationship with your husband, mm. your partner, your, your child um, and relationship to yourself. So, um, yeah. Yeah, um, amazing huge. work that you are doing. It is huge, <laughs> absolutely. It's not a um, a simple thing. Um, mm. Awesome. So, um, with your practical tips, and I love that. Um, you know, with the reaction at that point, what what other tools um, that you would say that you absolutely use on daily basis um, with any parent? Um, <clears throat> let me think. Um, one of the things, and I know I talked to it. I. Uh, is just being prepared so when I first started smart mama smart kids and I still do this sometimes I've talked quite a bit about toddler you know positive discipline and things like that but when my child was you know when she was a toddler and she was starting to throw these big tantrums and things like that um it wasn't so much discipline at that point but just understanding that something's going to happen today when I you know when I say no to this child so and I had so many nights sitting on my couch just talking to my husband and going what am I going to biggest tantrum and he's been at work and not seen any of it so mm. <laughs> you know when daddy gets home and the little girl's like yay daddy's home you know it's just he didn't wasn't seeing those struggles during yeah. the day so for me it was a really big um task to not every day but those hard days to sit and go what went wrong today and now what can I do what am I going to do next time this happens because tomorrow we do in fact still have to put socks on or tomorrow we have to yeah. you know do these things anyway so to bring a positive parenting approach you know it sounds so boring to think about on your couch at night but because I wanted to be such a good parent I'm like I really really need to know what to do tomorrow when my kid doesn't mm -hmm. want to put her shoes on or when she doesn't want to leave the park or when she doesn't want to you know do something that I think is a really great plan like have to brush your teeth like so many parents can't brush mm -hmm. their children's teeth at the end of the day you really you just have to hold them down and brush their teeth like that's just yeah. something that has to be done isn't it so there's the occasional thing that you go is you know make them put their socks and shoes on but I don't want to do that with a screaming child so I'm going to teach her how to be independent I'm going to teach her how to do yeah. different things so for me I suppose the planning aspect of it is really was really huge and still is really huge when I go mm, that child's not going to like that so yeah. or Absolutely. what am I going to do today when my kids have a big argument that my two younger ones one knocked down the tower they were building and they were building it together mm -hmm. so the other one was dead going all right what how am I going to what what are we going to do about that mm. do you know what I'm saying that yeah, that absolutely. planning and that conscious sort of 
I don't want to sit here thinking about all the bad things that are going to happen today. That's not what I mean. Just having a bit of an awareness of, oh, if this happens, I'm going to have this, you know, this activity over here that my kids can jump in and do. Yeah. Or we're going to make Play-Doh today. Or, you know, just something that you think yeah. can distract them, can bring them away, but can also help you to be a better parent and help mm. them, help you to build that connection with your child. It's so important. Because yeah. then when you have to say, sorry, I'm holding you down while I brush your teeth, you've got that, you've got that relationship. You've already built that relationship and kept working on it through the day. Yes, I have to do stuff that you may not love, but our relationship's still okay because we've actually built so much into it as we can bit by bit through the day or through the week that when I have mm-hmm. to do things that are for your health that you don't love, <laughs> then, mm-hmm. you know, we can make it through that without chasm in our relationship. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there is, there's two things for me because there's that planning and that's yeah. absolutely, um, you know, we know our kids as well. We know yes. what triggers them. So, yeah. um, you know, we can probably be two steps ahead a little bit um, and foresee this, those situations. We don't want yeah. to um, cotton wool them. So we don't want no. to avoid those. We no, want, that's right. You know, we want to let them, uh, but then being able to manage it, yeah. manage it with them and guide them yeah. through those emotions. But secondly, and as you said it, it's awareness and it's reflection. And it's our re- reflection while we're sitting on that couch in the evening. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of watching Netflix or um, reading a book or doing our meditation, we go, okay, so today that was a shambles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So and that reflection is actually it's it's what we all do. You know, we always go, oh, I can't wait actually for them to go to bed tonight. But then yeah. we sit on the sofa and we talk about the kids. Yeah, that's right. Which is healthy. And it is healthy, especially if you're doing it, if you're just venting all the time, sometimes it might not be that healthy. But if you're doing it in like processing and going, okay, what am I going to do now? And yeah. because, and I just love what you just said as well with the um, allowing them to actually, you know, process their emotions. Like go, you know what? It's actually okay that everything doesn't go your way because it mm. doesn't. But as a parent... You- also want to have a tantrum when things don't go your way <laughs> which is very hard if you've especially yeah. if you've grown up in a family where the parents are really you know the authority and they're the controlling people and we are the authority in our house my husband and I but we hold it a bit looser than maybe the previous generation did yeah so for us yeah going oh sometimes things don't go our way how are we going to react are we going to have a big tantrum or are we just going to shout at our child like yeah there's yeah. lots and lots of different relationship things going on here but I love what you we're going to process it. It's all right. We'll have strategies for when things don't go right. Yeah. We won't avoid because going, yeah. we're never going to brush our teeth again is actually not healthy. But no. going, all right, we're going to have a strategy. We're going to sit. What we do, sing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Again with yeah. the singing. But while we brush our teeth, <laughs> that's what I do, Twinkle, Twinkle. On, and we brush the bottom half. The kid doesn't sing, I sing. And then, yeah. yeah. So it just goes, you know what, we only have to do one lot of Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star and your teeth will be brushed fine. <laughs> they will never sing Twinkle Twinkle again in their life. I know. I don't do it every night, but it was really helpful for those times when you have a toddler or yeah, a preschooler who's absolutely. just like, mm, like you lie yeah. down, open your mouth, and I'll just sing Twinkle Twinkle. Once we've done it, I won't do it anymore. I promise I won't do it anymore. And for those few nights <laughs> while you worked on that, it was easy. Yeah, yeah easier. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, bringing, bringing awareness and, and you know, for, for any parent who is actually sitting on that sofa in the evening thinking about the strategies and reflecting mm. on the day, is that that is the job done yeah. almost because mm-hmm. they are aware. Yes. It's, it's actually, you know, and we should, 
we should really you know pat ourselves on the back for being aware and yeah. trying to do better and trying to break those um generational yes traumas and and conditioning and mm -hmm. all of that you know and the the old school way of doing yeah. things that was the right way before and we've learned exactly. so much now um what is not the right way to oh i mean there's yeah. no right or wrong i don't want to um put you know create no, no, but um, yeah. but it is true that we've learned so much about the brain yes. about um you know um children's development stages and and how they do mm. and their, their brain development and what they can actually yeah um um, we know what, what they can get from us and, and how they learn and, and store information yeah. as well. Yeah, Beautiful. I think it's huge to start asking why. So my biggest things I've always done, I try to help, you know, my clients doing things is go, okay, why am I reacting like that? Why are they reacting like that? Mm. You know, just to start getting curious about it because once you get curious about it, you can start to sort of unpack it a little bit and then you can go, oh, now I can address the root cause a bit more which means I'm not just putting a Band-Aid on it and just teaching them how to deal with, you know, their anger, which is great, yeah. but actually going, why are they actually angry in the first place? Maybe we can talk about yeah. why that keeps happening, especially if it's a repetitive thing. There you go, yeah. some of the stuff. And the why doing. is really important because you can see, you can probably dive a little bit deeper into triggers and you mm. can probably even see like, oh, I just realised that he had a sweet. And yesterday yep. he reacted exactly like that when we had a lolly or yes. whatever that is. So you've yep. got, okay, do we have a nutritional, you know, demand there of going, okay, he's yep. being obviously reacting strange for sugar on sugar or whatever that is. So, yep. and, and that way we, you can minimize those, those triggers and behavioral patterns and, um, mm. yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's really interesting. It is, it is. There's so much more. It's not, yeah, there is so much more. hours about it. I know, I know. Right. Thank you so much because you're, you're doing an amazing job um, helping Thank parents. You. I mean, we all, we all want help. We all need help at some point in our um, kind of parenting journey. So thank you for doing that amazing, thank important you. work. Thanks for having me. Um, oh, pleasure. And <laughs> to close our chat, <clears throat> I'd like to ask you for a quote or mantra, um, if you have one. Yep. Okay. So I've got, I don't really have a specific quote or mantra, but I was reading this quote this morning and it was from, it's genmindful.com were the people that made the quote. I have no idea who actually said it, but anyway, and I love it. I'm going to print it and pop it up in my office because it's amazing. So the idea behind emotional regulation is not or deny emotions, which we talked about already. Um, but to manage them consciously as they shape our words and actions. And the reason I love that is because it's got the word consciously in it, <laughs> which I talk about a lot. It's got managing, which I talk about a lot, and it's got not, don't suppress or deny your emotions. So, mm. yeah, I suppose for me, it's just, it is a lot, it talks a lot about where I've come from and a lot about yeah. what I now do because I don't want to suppress those emotions anymore. I actually want yeah. to work through them and I want to help my children, like you said earlier, help my children know how to work through that stuff. And they are. It's amazing. That little girl who was, you know, now extremely emotionally intelligent, still has tantrums sometimes, but she's extremely emotionally intelligent and knows what to do when she's angry. She go, takes yeah. herself away and goes and reads a book, those sorts of things. As she's gotten older, she's learned how to do that. We've taught her, but she's also mm -hmm. started working out what works for her. And for me, like I couldn't want anything more than that for my child. So that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that quote and it is all about conscious parenting. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Beautiful. Thank you so Thank much, you. Miranda. It's so <laughs> lovely to have you. Oh, that's all right. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really lovely. <laughs> Bye. See ya. If you have enjoyed this episode, I would love you to share it to your Instagram story. And you can tag me at Lucy Kazana. That's L-U-C-I-E-K-A-S-N-A underscore. Or even better, join our community for the love of mum, where we dive deeper into each of the topics we discuss here on my podcast. You can try it out for free with our one month free trial. Head to fortheloveofmum.mn.co or you can find also a link on my website, lucikasna, L-U-C-I-E-K-A-S-N-A dot com.